0: Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. How are we doing? It's Wednesday. We're halfway through another week of quarantine, another week of social distancing, however you're living that out. I'd ask if all the euphoric introverts out there could kindly check on their extrovert friends and neighbors and make sure they're doing okay too. Hey, we're headed into Galatians 2, and as we read the first half, I want you to ask yourself, what is the gospel to you? In plain terms that people can understand, how would you explain it in 60 seconds or in five minutes? Because your definition of the gospel is going to define how you live, what you say and what you do. This is the thing, the purpose for your existence. Jesus said, go and make disciples. In Acts 1, he said, you will receive power and you will be my witnesses everywhere. That's your purpose. I preached a few weeks ago about calling and big C calling and little C calling. He said, little C calling your job, your setting, the neighborhood. These are things that you were called to. God called you there whether you know that or not, your job, your career, your friend circles, but those are little C callings and those come and go. Those would change with life's chapters. Your big C calling is to make and train disciples wherever God calls you. Jesus said, go and make disciples, baptize and teach them. Paul's taking the gospel message to the Gentiles here, but even Paul has the humility to come to the leaders and make sure that he's not running in vain. From the top, Galatians chapter 2. Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem from Barnabas, with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. I went up because of a revelation and set before them, though privately before those who seemed influential, the gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles in order to make sure I was not running or had not run in vain. But even Titus, who was with me, was not forced to be circumcised, though he was a Greek. Yet because of false brothers secretly brought in, who slipped in to spy out our freedom that we have in Christ, so that they might bring us into slavery, to them we did not yield in submission, even for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. Verse 6, And from those who seemed to be influential, perceived the grace that was given to me, they gave the right hand of fellowship to Barnabas and me, that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. Once they asked us to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. I'm gonna give you a challenge right off the bat here because I want to explain what I mean by it. So for today, pair up. Maybe with your spouse or siblings, parents or kids, maybe you have to jump on Skype or FaceTime or Zoom, or whatever, pair up that way with someone somewhere else. That's fine too. But pair up and give the gospel in your own words. Take turns giving the gospel in your own words. Shoot for 60 seconds. Then maybe if you get a good feel for it, go for a five minute version. Listen to each other, challenge each other. Make sure what you're saying comes from the Bible because we don't need to add or subtract anything from the Bible. The Bible is on point. And then now that you've practiced explaining the gospel, look for opportunities to share it. It doesn't have to be some grand gesture, just keep your eyes open. Here's a funny thing. For years, I didn't own a pocket knife. And I don't remember more than once or twice where I wished, ah, I wish I had a knife on me. But wouldn't you know, as soon as I bought one and sharpened it up, suddenly I was surrounded by opportunities to use it. If you know the gospel, you have it in your toolbox, I bet you find opportunities to use it. I bet you find open doors. But stay humble, check yourself. I have several guys in my life who offer critique and input and suggestions, and those are invaluable sources just for accountability and for humility. Paul might have been the greatest missionary ever, but he always traveled with companions. He traveled with partners we're all still sinners. We're all still fallible. Ecclesiastes 4 says two is better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. So pair up, find a partner, walk through the gospel, sharpen that tool in your toolbox just to see what God does. I guarantee you, if you have your eyes open, if your tool is sharp, there will be opportunities. Let me pray for you. King of heaven, show us, open our eyes to see the doors you're opening for us to share the gospel. Lord, I thank you for those you've put in our lives. I thank you for those you've put around us uh, for wisdom, for mentoring, for guidance, for critique. Lord, as we lean on each other, even it says that if If one falls, the other would lift him up in Ecclesiastes, Lord. I thank you for those you've put around us. I thank you for the support, for the wisdom. Lord, give us the humility to listen. Give us the humility to trust what other people are hearing and saying, speaking into our lives, Lord. And prepare us for those open doors. Prepare us for those opportunities. Sharpen our gospel understanding and our ability to communicate it, Lord, give us the words in those moments to make disciples for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.